everybody, can we just wave, wave your hands together? Shalom. Shalom. Today is the day that the Lord has made, the resurrection day of Jesus Christ celebration. Can you just greet one another and say, this is a great day for us. Amen. Still stand up together and open our Bible from the book of Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28, verse number 1 to 9. Today is a great day. 2,000 years ago, the resurrection day of Jesus is an amazing day. The world shakes. Even the foundation of the earth is shaking. And also big earthquake. The angels from heaven came down and the stone rolled rolling out and Jesus is alive can you all say amen and let's read together verse number one I'd like to read for you and you all read together verse number two now after the Sabbath as the first day of the week began to down Mary Madeline and the other Mary came to see the tomb number two and behold there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord his countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. For and the God and the God shook so for fear of him, him and became like But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid. For I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. Six. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. He is not here. Can we repeat once again? One, two, three. He is not here, for he is risen. Hallelujah. Number seven. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have taught you. Eight. So they, so they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples word. First number nine, let's read together. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them saying, Rejoice! So they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Even Easter, the resurrection day of Jesus, the disciples, the women, they all worship Jesus. He is the risen Lord. He will be the risen King. He will be the second coming, the King of glory who will come back to bring us back to heaven. Can you all say Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, let's sing together because He lives. Yeah? And there is future for all of us. Amen? Hallelujah. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know, I know he holds the future, and life is worth living just because he. Congregation sing. 
sing of love. We have hope for the future. We can sing from the first. Hallelujah. God sent his son. They call him Jesus. He came to love. Bless this celebration because today is a great day that we can celebrate the resurrection day of Jesus Christ, our Lord, Savior, King of glory. Anoint your servants and anoint every one of us. May your blessing, may the joy from heaven come into the midst of our meeting. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Jesus. We can worship you. Thank you, Jesus. We can praise you. Thank you, Jesus. We can honor and lift you up high. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace, mercy, for your glory in the midst of the worship of your people. In your holy name we pray. Everybody say it. Amen. You all may be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. The two important history in Christianity Number one is the death of Jesus in Calvary 2,000 years ago, and also the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Without this, there is no history of the believers. Resurrection day of Jesus is meaningful and very important to history of mankind. 
because the good news has been spread to all over the world. Today, as Christians, we can worship Jesus because He is alive. We all say Amen. Amen. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is very important, number one, to Jesus himself. Why so important for Jesus? Because the resurrection of Jesus proves that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Messiah. Jesus is the God, a true God. Without the resurrection of Jesus, Jesus is just another prophet. Another rabbi teacher who can heal people. Oh, he is the healer. He make a lot of miracles. Elijah did a lot of miracles. Moses did a lot of miracles. But Jesus is different. Because from the resurrection power of God, it is proved that he is Lord God Almighty. Can all you say amen? The resurrection of Jesus Christ is also important not only for Jesus, but also for the gospel of Jesus Christ. The good news of the gospel. Without the resurrection of Jesus Christ, there is no news, good news for the people. Heavens can come down. And people who should perish because of their sins and iniquities to receive a new life in Jesus. And there is hope for future. There is hope for eternal life. Number three, the importance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is for us, for you and me. Because we can have the power. We can overcome sin. We have the power to be free from the slave of sin. We are not from the world anymore. We come from him. Because those who born again experience, we experience a new life in Christ, a new creation in Jesus Christ. So this is the three importance of the important things of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Beloved to God, I believe this afternoon we celebrate the recent king and Jesus is alive. Can you imagine from the Last Supper in Jerusalem? And Jesus feels that he needs to pray in Gethsemane, the Garden of Gethsemane. During that time, in the agony, he become very weak because he knows after the prayer, he knows he will carry all of the burden, all of the curses, all of the sin of the humankind in his body. And he knows he will go to the cross. The cross is not a good thing to talk about. The cross is the place of suffering. The cross is the place of curse. The cross is the place of death. No one ready for dying that way. Jesus is, is a man. Jesus, we call it son of man. Big capital, son of man and son of God. 
As a son of man, he is different than us. Because the seed in him is not from the man, but from God, Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? So it means he didn't do sin. He doesn't live in sin. And the anointing and the power of those Holy Spirit is within him. A son of man. With no sin. He is the one who can be become the lamb. The lamb of God. Unblemished one. To be sacrificed. For the forgiveness of the sins of the people. If every year the Israel people should prepare one goat or lamb without blemish to be sacrificed for the forgiveness of the sins of the people of Israel. That's what the Bible said the day of atonement. But every year they fall again into sin. Every year they become tired because every year they have to find the lamb to be slain. But this is what God loves us. So he gave his only begotten son to become a lamb of God with hot blemish, Slain. Die in the altar in the cross of Calvary. Once for all. And because of Jesus. He gave his life. He surrendered his life. To die. For the forgiveness of sin. The Bible tells us. He is the redeemer. We are blessed. We are redeemed. Because of the blood of the lamb. Jesus Christ. Can we all say amen. Hallelujah. The 27th of February, 1991, the Gulf War, we remember. And at the Gulf War, it's very cruel because at that time, America, they sent their troops and many good young men were sent to the Gulf War. It was the height of the desert storm war. A woman named Ruth Dillo received the worst news that a mom could ever receive because her son, Clayton, Clayton Carpenter, private first class army in the front line of the war, has stepped on the landmine in the Persian Gulf, and he was, he died. The news came to her and made this woman grieving for three days. She grieved for the loss of her son, and also many people, friends, the church people come and comfort her. But there just isn't any comfort that can comfort the grieving of this woman. No words, no words that can be whispered. Even people said 
give us sympathy. We come alongside because you are grieving so much of your lost son. Three days after the notification of her son, she could wake up because that morning the phone rang. She picked up the phone and on the other end of the line there was a voice that said, very soft, far away, mom, it's me, I'm alive. She didn't believe it. She still cried and cried. She thought it was some kind of joke, cruel joke. And as he continued to speak, later on in her heart, in her mind, she realized the voice. She realized, she recognized this voice. Her son was alive. And she started to laugh, she started to jump, she started to cry. She started to rejoice. What seems like a hopeless situation was radically transformed into the greatest day of her life. Her son is alive. This is what happened 2,000 years ago. After a cruel, cruel crucifixion of Jesus, all his disciples, including all the moms and the women, they cried and grieving in the close, close down in their houses. They start to pray and ask God, therefore, God, what Jesus has told them. You can ruin the temple and within three days I will build it again. They forget about what Jesus did, what Jesus said. They forget what Jesus mentioned in the Old Testament about the prophecy of Jesus for Jesus. That one day he will die as a lamb, slain, and but resurrected in the third days. They all forget. Because the situation of the country, the situation in Jerusalem, the situation and the rumors, the lies of the people talking about Jesus, talking about Jesus without hopes. But at the very dawn morning, when the angels came from heaven and rolled the stone of the grave where Jesus laid it, suddenly Jesus rise up from the dead. He is alive. And from the grief situation, changed into rejoice. We all give big thanks to Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today, the gospel is the good news. And I believe when we know about the gospel of Jesus Christ, there are four facts about the resurrection of Jesus. Today we celebrate together as a Christian everywhere across the globe. The church of Jesus Christ who understand the power of the death and the resurrection of Jesus. It is very important because there is a benefit, there is a power in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Number one. The resurrection of Jesus Christ proved that Jesus is alive and live forever. This is number one. We can see from the Revelation chapter 1 verse 17 and 18. Let's read together. 
Revelation chapter 1, 17-18, Jesus is alive and live forever. Tolong dibantu cepat sedikit. Materi yang tadi, lanjutkan. Haleluya. Jesus is alive and he said in the book of Revelation chapter 1, 17b and 18. You can open your Bible. Let's read together from the Bible. Hallelujah. Materi saya yang tadi, bukan yang ini. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He proved that he is alive. The power of the life of Christ, of God, is in Jesus. And he is no longer son of man and son of God. He become the Lord, the Messiah, and the God Almighty. Hallelujah. So it is very clear here in the book of Revelation. Be patient to wait for the the material to be to put on on the screen do not be afraid i am the first and the last i am he who lives and was dead and behold i am alive forevermore can you say with me i am alive forevermore Loudly, please. I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of heads, hardest, and of death. Jesus is alive. It is proven because there is no power of the death anymore. To the people of Israel, it is mentioned now everyone in Israel now can for certain Knowing that Jesus, whom you crucified, is the one God, had made both Lord and Messiah. That's for the Israel people at that time in the book of Acts chapter 2.36. It is very clear. Jesus, whom they crucified, the one that God had made both as Lord and Messiah. So do not reject the, the divine Status of Jesus Christ as Lord. And if you look at the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 20, it says that Jesus is the true God who is resurrected from death. So receive him. Celebration of resurrection of Jesus is talking about Jesus is alive. We never celebrate people who died. Maybe one year you still can remember someone beloved to you. Like I have my parents both in there, in Aden, in Firdaus. I didn't every year celebrate because they are, they cannot, they cannot feel, they cannot know, they don't, they don't, even I said happy birthday, they don't, they don't respond. Why? Because they, they already died. 
we celebrate people who are still alive. If you say happy birthday to someone, it means make them happy. Because you said one year you have passed and you will enter in a new year of your birth. So, beloved to God, we believe that Jesus is alive. That's why we celebrate Jesus. Every time we celebrate Jesus because he is alive. Even when we celebrate, we memorize, we remember the death of Jesus through the Holy Communion. It means we remember his goodness. Once a month, come together, we humble ourselves, we thank you for for the cross. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the cross. We thank you for, for the cost, the price that he paid for our sins and transgression. So we remember his goodness to love us, to forgive us, and also his resurrection. That's every, every time we, we remember in the Holy Communion, he is not dead, he is alive. This is the power of the is resurrection of Jesus Christ. Beloved to God, let's open our Bible, the book of Ecclesiastes. Yeah. Buka di Alkitab yang lain, tidak ada di materi. Yeah. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse number 5 to 6. You will not pray for the dead body anymore. You cannot pray that Lord save them, bring them to a good place besides you. No. Because the last decision of someone who died is important. The same as the first decision of someone who died for, for self, who died for the flesh, and live for Jesus when you receive Jesus at the first time. For the living know that they will die. No one can, can reject when the dies come to us, when the time is coming to us. The dead know nothing. And they have no more reward. No reward for the dying. For the memory of them is forgotten. Verse number six, also their love, their hatred, and their envy have not perished. Nevermore will they have a share in anything done under the sun. There is nothing to share under the sun. This is the die, people. It means we understand as Christian, when we live, this is important. When we first make decision to receive Him, and we receive the life of God in us, the soe. The soe means the life of Jesus in us, because this bios, the flesh, will be corrupted, corrupted. But the soe, the life of God. Bigger and bigger. That's why Paul said, less of me and more of you. I'm no longer mine, but you, more in me, and less of myself. This is Paul. 
Someone who really know the power of the resurrection of Jesus. So for those who died, they cannot feel, they cannot taste, they know nothing. Because there is a distance. And they said, they said clearly, it is very important for us to live in the life of Christ. So whenever the time comes to everyone, the decision that you have made will not disappoint you. Can you all say amen? Because once you close your eyes on the planet Earth, the angel will brought you to Aden to fear those. Can we all say amen? When we celebrate Jesus today, because we celebrate his life, and because he is alive, he gave us life. When you are in him, you have life. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. Those who are in Jesus, we have the life of Christ. And we have the life of Christ when we die here. We have eternal life together with Jesus forever. Give a big hand to Jesus, brothers and sisters. Number two. The resurrection of Jesus Christ gives us hope and heavenly blessing. And it is recorded in the book of Peter. Jesus Christ assures heavenly blessings for us. If he is not risen from death, we live under the curse. We live under the pressures of the world. But now because he is alive, he assures heavenly blessing. The first Peter chapter 2, chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Let's read together. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope. Can you say with me, living hope? Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Number four. And to inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled, and does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. That's why Jesus taught us to pray. Let the heavens come down and the will, your will be done. Jesus taught his disciples about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is talking about Jesus himself. With the authority and power from heaven. Jesus is the king. From the very beginning of his birth. The three wise men. They can see the signs in the sky. That the new king has arrived. Was born. In Jerusalem. They went to Jerusalem. And met the king Herod. And asking, where is the king of the Jew? Because I, we have saw the stars in the east. The sign from our books that a great king has come. Jesus was born as a king. That's why they brought, they worship and bring something valuable to the king. But not only the rich can come and worship and bring something to the king. But also the poor. Shepherd. It means Jesus, the king who was born, 
is for the whole mankind, poor and rich, with many different background, races, and situations. He is the king for everyone. Can we all say amen? Because in his ministry, he helped the poor. He preached the gospel of the kingdom, give hopes to people for eternal life. He preached the kingdom of heaven. Blessing from heaven, he shared to people, he blessed people. He rebuked Satan to get out. They oppressed many people. He rebuked the storm in the Galilee Sea. Proven that he has the authority as a king. A man with the anointing as a king, with a kingly anointing, it's Jesus. He healed the sick. Many people get poorer and poorer because they spend so much money for the healing of their family. Jesus came to bless all the, the poor people with curse, people with a lot of troubles and problems. He's the king. And you know, during the crucifixion, how they put the label on the cross? This is the king of the Jew. When he entered into Jerusalem, they celebrate him with a palm during the Palm Sunday. He said, Mubarak, Mubarak, Hosanna, Hosanna, the king of the Jew. They thought Jesus is the physical king to replace the Imperium Roman, Roman Imperium, Emperor, because they expect they want Jesus to be the king, to rule and reign with the power. But Jesus is not the king for the world only. He is the king of heaven and on earth. We all give blessings to Jesus. Give a big hand to Jesus. Let's shout hallelujah. And now the resurrection of Jesus Christ give hope. Because he promised. Let's open once again. I'm interested with the first number four of the first Peter. Peter said something wonderful here. First Peter number one, first number number four. A living hope to an inheritance incorruptible. Tidak dapat mati, tidak dapat binasa. And undefiled, tidak bisa berdosa, cemar, kotor, defiled. And does not fade away, tidak bisa layu, fresh, glorious, reserved in heaven for you. Because Jesus is there with all this power and, and become the king. And we will see him face to face later on. Can we all say amen? Hallelujah. There must be a requirement for us to experience this. Mark 16, 16 says, Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. And whoever does not believe and baptize will be condemned. It means when we want to see Jesus, we want the heavenly blessings while we live on earth and we have the guarantee to be there when we die. It means we need to believe the good news of Jesus Christ and baptize. Hallelujah. Many asking me to baptize people. 
when they are in the critical ill, I told them, no, 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 no. There must be a special condition. Like you remember when Jesus died, before he died, one of the criminal on the other side of Jesus repented from his sin and received Jesus, glorifying Jesus, and pray and ask to Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you go to paradise, fear those, Aiden. And Jesus said, today, today, for this man, with hot baptized, you will be with me in paradise. This is special condition. But when we still have the opportunity, when we still make decisions, we still can walk, we still can, can sit, we can still run, we can still alive, we just obey to what Jesus tells us. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. Because if not believe and not baptized, will be condemned. That's what Jesus told us. So sometimes they invited me to come and baptize people. Can you just sprinkle in the, with, with oil? I said, no, not important, not necessary. Someone who are already in the coma, they still can listen something. So it's better for you to speak alive. To speak for repentance, to receive Jesus. Because someone in a coma critical, they still can respond with their hearing. Eyes may be not open. Maybe mouth cannot say. They still breathe with some help. But they still can listen something. So we can shout, we can whisper for the repentance, for to receive the grace and mercy, forgiveness of God at the last time. No need to baptize. When you go to water baptism, it means you will come and pastor someone authorized for water baptism will baptize you. We baptize you in the name of Jesus, yeah? And you, you lay someone down here. Shh. Back again. Because Jesus also laid Ditidurkan begini, orang yang mati. I think you never go to the uh, one of the funeral, penghiburan begitu, and you see the apa, peti itu ada. The coffin standing, right? You never see the coffin standing. If you come to the funeral and you see the coffin standing because someone who died is standing. Never, right? You never see the box Someone sitting, if someone dies, they always sleep, like sleeping. The same thing when we go to water baptism. I will not sprinkle them. Because someone needs to die like Jesus. And resurrected on the third days. This is a sign of we give our life. Die for self, die for the flesh, die for the world, but die for the old man and live a new life in Jesus Christ, the living God, the true God. 
we all say Amen. Number four, number three. The fact of the resurrection of Jesus Christ telling us that Jesus has triumphed. He has the keys of hardness and of the death. If we look at once again Revelation chapter 1, 18 verses, it says clearly, Revelation 1, 18, I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. But this one, remember, this is what Jesus gave us the understanding that he has triumphed over sin, over death, over Satan. He said, and I have the keys of Hades and of death. You know, beneath us, under the, the soil, is a place of Hades. The place of suffering. Remember the story of Ab, what, what it is mentioned about Lazarus, the poor, the sick and poor, and the story of the rich man who didn't care for his neighbor, the poor and the sick. Jesus, who told his disciples about this story, both of them died. One in the paradise and one in the Hades, the dead. The rich, unfortunately, the, the rich was there. He suffered already, but not in the lake of fire. Hell is different. This is a, a temporary transit place, paradise or the Hades. Where the rich start to cry out because he saw, this is what Jesus told us, he saw the Lazarus, the poor, is in the place of Abraham, close with Abraham. And he said, why don't you give even a water, a taste of water to, to my, my, my tongue? I'm so, I'm so thirsty there. Even this is not a lake of fire, it's already suffer. The darkness, the place of the hardest, it's a suffering place. But the Bible tells us there is a big distance. People cannot go there and there. There and here, there is no, no way to go. That's why he asks, why don't you send someone to my families who's still alive? And tell them, don't go to the place that I went here. And there, there's an answer. In the world, there are a lot of prophets. There are books. There are good news. It depends on them whether they receive it or they reject it. And this is what we know Jesus has triumphed over sin, over death. And for us today, we can live as a righteous. We can live to overcome sin. And the Bible tells us clearly, when we follow Jesus' step, not only at the level of saving grace, we are saved by grace only. 
not our hard work, not because we do something. This is a gift from God. Salvation is given to us because we have faith in and through Jesus Christ. We can say amen. But after that, the process of sanctification, live righteous, live rightly, is the process of sanctification. So we can live and overcome sin because we follow Jesus. We practice the truth that was shared with us through the Bible. To live righteous and we can live and overcome sin. And finally, when Jesus triumphed over hardness and death, I believe he hold the key. He hold the key. He can open, he can lock it. And I believe for us, he will open the way for us to go to paradise before the heavens come down. We can say amen. Can you say amen? amen. Number four, the fact of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So we can share the gospel of Jesus Christ because the gospel of Jesus Christ is so important for us because the gospel is powerful, powerful words of God. The gospel is filled with power. The second Timothy chapter 2, verse number 8 and Romans chapter 116 says clearly, remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. Who wrote this to Timothy? Paul. And Paul continues, he said in the Romans chapter 1, verse 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. And today we are so blessed because from the Jewish side we are called Gentiles. But the salvation is for every one of us. Give a big hand to Jesus. Can you say with me, I am saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. I am chosen by Jesus. Amen. Because not you choose him, but he chose you. Hallelujah. Who wrote this scripture is Paul. The gospel of Jesus Christ is so important for him. He was saved because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. During the time, he is a Pharisee. He is a lecturer and teacher for the Jews. He is also the man who is cruel enough to persecute a lot of Christians in that time. You remember after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Jerusalem, people brought the power of God. They start to speak in tongue. They start to be, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit empowered them to share Jesus to everyone. Because of that, when Peter preached, 3,000 people repented, got baptized. And after that, house churches everywhere because they don't build the church building. They have worship in every house, like cool, in Jerusalem. And the government, the authorities start to worry, insecure. They start to create something, and they start to attack 
they start to persecute and Christians has to go away. They are scattered out from Jerusalem in times of the revival. Can you imagine? Every nation who experienced revival, Vietnam and China and India and Indonesia, persecution is always there. Hatred. They start to attack Christians everywhere. But at the same time, arising the man named Saulus, who gave a wrong testimony, and he started to attack many Christians everywhere, killing people in the sight of the Christian. He's not worthy to be saved. But Christians at that time start to pray. Houses, churches start to pray. The followers of Jesus everywhere pray and pray and fast and pray for the repentance, for the visitation of God to those who persecute the Christian. And one of them is Saulus. You remember on the way to Tarsus, Jesus appeared to him with a great light that makes his physical eyes cannot stand to see the light and become blind for three days. Physical eyes blind, but spiritual eyes open. And the light of God shined through him. And Jesus visited him. He repented. He's, he has encountered meeting Jesus like face to face. And he knows the story. He knows the life. He knows the principle. He knows the value. He knows the power. He knows the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's why in his Pauline epistle, the letters to many different churches, he mentioned it is important to share my gospel, gospel of Jesus. Because he said in Romans chapter 1, 16, he knows the power of God through sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why the gospel is so important? Because the gospel is special. Talking, recording the ministry of Jesus, the center of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel is, must be very special because no one on the planet Earth who teach people good things, who create religion, no one died and resurrected from that. Only Jesus. No one gives hope to the humankind to guarantee heaven for the believers. No one overcomes sin. No one overcomes the work of the Satan. Only Jesus. That's why Paul, after he became born again and received the Holy Spirit, he started to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he goes everywhere, preach everywhere, even though he got attacked and persecuted by the people, the Jews, he still preached the gospel of Jesus Christ because he knows that the tomb is empty, but the power of the life of Jesus Christ is in his life. Can we all give thanks to Jesus? Hallelujah. All the musicians, can you go back to your seat? The musician. Hallelujah. The gospel is the power of God. When Jesus' ministry 
recorded in the book of Matthew after chapter 6. He healed the sick. He has a power over the storm. He has a power over Satan and the darkness spirit. He has a power over death. He has a power he gave himself. He said in John chapter 10, he gave himself, but he also can take his life again. This is powerful. You know, in the John 18, it is recorded in the Garden of Gethsemane. John chapter 8, verse number 3. Judas, Jude, he came with all one group of army, military. They came to Jesus after he prayed, after he struggled. Because in the coming hours, he will face the threat. Mocked. People will stab him. People will pit him. People will hit him. People will crucify him. In the time of his prayer, the Bible tells us he is a tremble, agony. He said, Lord, God, Father, if you can clear, I don't need to take all these things for the cross. He cried out in his prayer, this is a time, it's not easy for him a son of man to carry all the burdens, all the sickness, all the curse, all the transgressions, all the sins of man in his body in the cross. He asked the Father to release him. But he said, that not my will, but your will. And he is faithful, obey to God's will. And the Bible tells us his sweating like, like there's a blood or something. It means his face so bad. So when they come, he asked them, who are you looking for? And they start to say, we are looking for Jesus from Nazareth. Because they don't really see which one is Jesus because Jesus according after he cried to the Father, I believe his face is, is terrible. The last prayer, let your will be done, not mine. And he obeyed because he was sent to the world to save the lost, to give his life as a lamb for the forgiveness and redemption of the mankind. The Bible tells us, John 18, maybe we can open the Bible. John 18, verse number 6. Jesus said, who, you are, who are you looking for? And they said, Jesus from Nazareth. 
And Jesus answered, John 18, 6, Here I am. It is me. Bisa lebih cepat. Here I am. It is me. I am he. They drew back and fell to the ground. This is a group of army who came to capture Jesus. The group of army in that time is the military group of the Roman concepts uh, in the in the Hebrew, uh, Greek word is called spela means 600 people 600 personnel when Jesus said here I am all of them fall in the ground can you imagine he has still the power over the people not only for the sick not only for the nature, not only for the dead, but also He has a power to make the people know Jesus has the power. Can you imagine if He said a long sentence, all 600 will be burial. Yeah? Maybe the soil will be open and they will fall down and die together. With two words, they fell down in the crowd. Jesus is so powerful. That's why Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel because the gospel of Jesus Christ is the power of God that saved everyone who believes in Him. And today, I believe, let the power of the resurrection of Jesus makes you alive. And now the question is, what we will do after we receive all the blessings of the resurrection of Jesus. I believe we have an assignment. We have an assignment. This is a holy assignment for us to reach every person for Jesus. We need to share the goodness of Jesus. We need to share the gospel of Jesus. Maybe you said, I'm not well trained to share the Bible. I never go to Bible school. Oh yes, I know. I don't have time. I don't have you still alive. You can still have a lot of things to do while you live. Many of you, you spend, how many hours you spend with this? How many hours you spend watching news? How many hours you spend for leisure? How many hours we spend for sleeping? Relax, traveling, working in the office, studying in the campus. So many hours you spend for our own life. But do we have special time for Jesus? If Paul said he wants to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, because he knows the gospel is so special, it's so important that everyone should hear the gospel that say will save them. One day, Bill Wilson, a man whose ministry is for the Sunday school on Saturday, he lives in, in, the, in New York. 
You know, New York is a big city, the biggest city in the world. There are Manhattan, okay. People live happily there. But across in the northern part of the, the, the island, there's Bronx. Across the, the, the river, Hudson River is Queens. In the Bronx, there are a lot of poor, poor kids because family break up, single parents, single mother, cruel life. People don't go to school, kids doesn't go to school because no money. And many crime over there, drugs, drugs dealer, many mafia, free sex. And people live in a criminal area, very, very bad area in Bronx. Bill Wilson, God called him. Because one day when he was a little kid, no hope. The parents put him in the street and leave him alone. One Sunday school teacher came and found her and trained her. And when he grew up, he said, I want to bring the kids, many kids in the street, kids street, many kids in the in the slums apartment, slums area. They need the gospel of Jesus. So, when he started his ministry, he started to, to bring the kids with many school buses. Saturday, no school. So he ran the buses and bring the kids from many different corners of the slums area of New York to bring to Sunday school. Give them food and tell Jesus, bring the transformation to the life of the kids. Many times, he stepped, stepped twice, shot at, and his team member also killed. The most likely place to get killed, his ministry is in danger, danger area. One day, a lady, Puerto Rican lady, after getting saved in church, came to meet Bill Wilson with the urgent request and she said someone translate from the Spanish into English she said I want to do something for God please give me ministry she's born again Christian she loved God so much she want to do something but she cannot speak English she, she, she didn't speak a word of English She's poor, but she wants to serve God. So, an interpreter told Billy Wilson, she wants to do something for God. Please, please, Becky. And Billy Wilson mentioned, I don't know what you can do. And this lady said again, please let me do something in Spanish. Okay. I will put you on the bus ride a different bus every Saturday, every week, and your ministry is just come alongside with the kids and love the kids. That's all. She understood. So every week, she rode a different bus and many different corners. And then they brought to the Sunday school class Saturday morning until lunchtime. And then by 2.30, Drop back home, yeah. Drop them off from the bus, and finally God spoke to her. 
you see in the past, many kids start to laugh, start to sing a song. Many kids with their eyes start to see the hope of the power of the resurrection of Jesus. But she realized there is one little kid, a boy, with her sister. Her sister is, can smile, but this little boy never smiles. His face is so terrible, so sad. And she started to sit beside him. She started to hug him and say, Every day, I love you. Jesus loves you. And she decided, I don't want to go to another bus. I will concentrate on this young boy. And she started, after several weeks, she become attached, attached with this little boy in particular. I don't want to change buses anymore. I want to say on this one bus, I love you. Jesus loves you. The boy didn't speak. He came to Sunday school every week, but never make a sound. Each week, she would tell him all the way to Sunday school and all the way home, I love you and Jesus loves you too. One day with her amazement, the little boy turned around and stammered, respond to her. When she said, I love you because Jesus loves you. And this little boy started to put his arms around her, her neck and said, I love you. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves you. Wow. Something stirring up in her soul. In her spirit, she said, This boy must experience the love of Jesus. This boy must have encounter with Jesus because he can smile and he can hug her and say, I love you. I love you too. Jesus loves me and Jesus loves you. That was 2.30 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. Sadly, at 3, at 6.30 p.m. that night, the boy was found clad in a garbage bag under the fire escape. Don't know the situation of her mother get mad crazy. His mother had beaten him to death and thrown his body in the trash. As usual in New York, there is a sound of big things, the alarm. The car came, the police came. This lady, a Puerto Rican lady, cried. He saw, he just feel three hours ago, she heard, she saw the eyes of the little boy. Unfortunately, she died. he died now. But the sound was whispering to her mind, I love you. I love you too. Jesus loves me and Jesus loves you. She knows this boy is in the hand of Almighty God. We can all say amen. He is safe. Tragically, he died because someone killed him. Beloved to God, this afternoon, 
We have the opportunity. We still have time. That our life to be a blessing for others. Someone may be your friend in campus. Someone may be your parents and family. Someone may be someone who is really your close friend. Someone in the community who needs you. Even though you cannot tell the, the story of Jesus fluently. Maybe you can preach, you cannot preach. But they need you to love someone, to bring someone, focus on someone. Because they need Jesus. And the resurrection power of Jesus gave you the power to witness for Jesus Christ. Amen. Stand up together. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I belong to you. You're the reason that I sing. The reason that I sing. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I belong. The reason that I live, the reason that I see, with all I am. Sing it again, Jesus, I believe. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I belong to you. You're the reason that I live. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I belong to you. You're the reason that I live, the reason that I see with all I am. Do you believe this afternoon that Jesus loves you so much? Do you believe? That He wants you to live and overcome from every temptation, every threat, every challenges in your life. Do you believe Jesus can empower you because of the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is within you? For those this afternoon who will make a recommitment to God, Jesus, I will put you first and priority in my life. Jesus, I will listen and will obey to what your will for me. Jesus, I want to be a blessing to someone's life. Why don't you lift up your hands together? Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all the hands. Lift up high. In the name of Jesus, let the new anointing of the power of the resurrection of Jesus fill every one of us, Lord. Let us say your prayer. With the holy boldness, we want to be a witness for Jesus. We want to share your goodness to everyone in our family, in our community, my friends. 
our city and nation. We thank you, Lord, for the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We will be glad. We will be to save one soul for Jesus. We lift up our hands. You will hold my hands, Lord. You will guide us. You will lead us to reach, to make an impact to someone's life near us. Maybe our friend, our family, our children, parents, close friends. Lord, show us that the power of your love will still be in our heart as long as we live. So we can bring many souls to Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we thank you for this wonderful Easter celebration. May every family, may every single people here, they receive the power of your love. In Jesus' name, we all say, Amen.